What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Deer Vein Podcast. Really appreciate you guys joining us. And if it uh, if it's just your first time, well, awesome. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. As always, this podcast has been brought to you by Arrow Hunter Saddles. If you're in the market for saddle hunting, take a look at them. Um, they offer pretty cool product, 100% American made out on the West Coast. Great group of people behind them and very good with support. So that being said, uh, this today we are going to be chatting about working out and bow hunting. And before you like go, ah, yeah, screw this. Um, my thought process behind working out and bow hunting, by the, I'm solo today, by, by the way, um, just no guest this week was actually pretty sick last week. Not, not the Rona, not COVID. Um, no, I didn't die and no, I'm not getting vaccinated, but at the same time, like, uh, it's just a cold. My kid brought home a nasty little cold. So kind of just in the zone last week, missed a podcast with Kevin from deer hunter podcast and, uh, just never got around to inviting anybody else. But at the same time, uh, I did want to just cover this topic on my own anyway, because I, some days I feel like, um, as a, as a podcast host, like you guys hear me enough that I can that when I talk to other people, I don't always like fully express what I want to say because I want, you know, the guests to talk, right? I mean, that's, that's like the polite thing to do is I'm inviting this person onto the podcast. I don't want to cover them up and smother them. I want them to have the conversation. You guys hear me enough. So this podcast, taking the time myself to just talk about what I've been working on over the last uh, few months, which is essentially myself physically um, and why I think that's important and why I've been putting so much time into it. Um, and it's not, it is, it, it, it does relate to bow hunting because I do believe that, that the more in shape you are, I guess we'll, we'll roll right into that. So the, the more there's a, there's a few reasons I, I, I really like think that being in shape and being physically fit is useful in the woods and don't get me wrong at all. Like I live in Wisconsin, home of beer and cheese and bratwurst. Like it is, it is in my blood. I am one of the skinniest people in my family tree that is alive today. Um, and I, I mean, like, it's not like my family's not on the beer and cheese wagon anyway, either. Uh, the thing that, so you can certainly kill deer and big deer and turkeys and squirrels and rabbits and pheasants. You can do all that and be over like overweight. So by no means is it, is it a requirement? I just feel like it's going to give you a better quality of life. Like, and, and in terms of like the hunting scenario, um, it's going to allow you to not give up as easy or take a look at something. And instead of saying, Jesus, I'll never make it there. Be like, all right, well, I'll make it there. It'll just take me a while. You know, like having that mindset versus not even trying is, is I think a very valuable because whenever, whenever I'm out West and I look at a mountain and I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to walk up this thing. Like, how are we ever going to get there? And, and you just start going and maybe it takes you an hour. Maybe it takes you two hours. Maybe it takes you four hours, but eventually you're looking back at where you were and you're going, wow, <laughs> we were all the way down there. I didn't even think like we'd make it up here. And here we are, we're up on the top of this mountain and we're looking down at where we were. And now we can get to doing whatever we wanted to do. 
And the old cliche goes, you know, it always starts with a step. And I think that's actually very true. Like if you don't take the step, you're never going to take the second step. You're never going to take the third or the fourth or the fifth. So when you're looking at it and you're like bow hunting, you know, in the Midwest for deer and, and you're on a piece of public and you're looking at a spot that's like two miles back or it's through a really thick swamp. If you never even try, well, you're never going to make it. And if you're, if you're in shape and you have the confidence and you look at that and go, you know what, I could probably do that. Like at least you're going to try. And then you might make it back there. You might decide to you turn around halfway through and go, yeah, this isn't worth it. But at least you have the physical capability to do it. And in my mind, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing is I don't ever want to look at a hunting scenario or a hunting situation and be like, I can't do that like physically, I physically cannot do that activity. Like I'm not strong enough. I'm not fast enough. I don't have the endurance. I'm going to have a heart attack because of it. Like to me, that is, uh, like that, that is something I never want to come across. So that is why I, that is why I work out in relation to hunting, um, in relation to life, just like per like, my life, I've been an athlete for a lot of my life and being physically fit gives me confidence. It gives me confidence. I'm a salesman, right? And and I need to be able to go into a meeting or meet somebody face to face, meet somebody on a Zoom call, call someone on a phone. And I need to have confidence because like if you don't have confidence, you're not like you're not as convincing and and you, you're not you don't think as quick. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that go along with, with not having confidence. So being physically fit gives me that. And it, and I, I believe it gives me an edge in my sales day-to-day work life, whether or not that's actually true. It, I, I, I don't really care because I believe it. So it, so it is. So if that makes sense, um, because confidence is kind of a, an inner thing and the belief is an inner thing as well. So that's how it works there, like in my, in my work life. And then just like being physically fit, like, I mean, in terms of, uh, having confidence around, around your wife and your family and your friends, when we go boating in the summer and my neighbors have a pool, like being like having a good looking body gives me confidence to do that as well. Like, I, I don't know a lot of people who are extremely happy and are, showing off like a beer gut or anything like that. I know there's a bunch of people who do (laughs) out of fun, but I think on the inside they're crying. (laughs) I I don't mean that to be mean, but I just, I I feel like that's just me personally. So anyway, that is why I work out and it's going to give me a longer life. I mean, my, um, my parents, my grandparents have died of diseases that, um, like diabetes because my grandpa was very overweight uh, my grandma died of breast cancer. My mom had breast cancer. My aunt had breast cancer. Um, and my dad's fairly overweight. My sister's decently overweight. So it's just, it's something that I worry about. And it also always sticks in the back of my mind that like, if I get too big, like, am I just going to go down that road too? Again, my, my, my other, on my other side, my grandpa, my other grandpa died of a heart attack. And so did my grandma because they were both larger people too. So it's just like, it's one of those things that I want to break that cycle. And then also another one, like I got two kids now and I, I always want to be able to hang with them physically. 
Like, I don't ever want to have to set them down and be like, man, hey, dad's got to take a break. He's winded after running a lap around the house. Like, I don't want that to be the case. I want to be able to play with my kids all the time and stay with them and, and be able to pick them up all the time. I, I mean, my kid's 35 pounds now, and I got to make sure that I'm still able to pick him up when he's 50. Like, I don't, I don't want to have physical limitations. And that is something, to me, and in, in life in general, like, if you have the ability to change something about yourself, whether it's uh, uh, a physical trait or even if it's a uh, personality, a characteristic trait of yourself, like you're always late or you don't you don't remember these things or I, I don't know, you're always a dick in the morning, whatever it is, like if there's personality traits or physical traits that I can change about myself for the better, I will always try to do that. And it, and it upsets me when... I, when there is a situation that is controllable or it's out of control at this time, but if I would have worked harder weeks before or months before or years before, it could have been in control if that, if that makes sense. Like, you know, at the time, like if I want to pick my kid up into the car seat and my wife has a hard time doing that, lifting him up into the truck, I, I don't blame her. She's, she, she's not that strong. She's my wife. She's a lot smaller than I am. Um, but I do think that I personally need to be able to always pick my kid up and throw him in the car seat whenever I need to. Um, and I don't ever want to be limited by that as he gets bigger. So that's just, uh, and, and if, if I work out beforehand and if I lift weights and, and get stronger and eat more and eat healthier, then I will continue to be able to do that because it's it's a controllable thing in life. Like I can become stronger, I can become weaker. I can't change how ugly I am. <laughs> you know, this this face was given to me. It is what it is, and that's all I got. Right? So I'm never gonna I can't change the way my face looks. I just I it just is what it is and I bear with it, right? But I can change the size of my biceps, the size of my triceps, the size of my quads. Um, I can change that, you know, if I run a mile in nine minutes, I can change to being able to run a mile in eight minutes, you know? I always think about that too, you know? Like if you need, at some point in life, like you need to be able to run a mile or something. Like last year, perfect example. I was out probably, I don't know, uh, half a mile out bow hunting. Half, mo- half mile out into this kind of dirty swamp. Um, and my wife calls. I had just got set up. I was about a half hour into my sit. And my wife calls and said, my son is throwing up everywhere. He needs to go to the ER. And it's like not looking good. Like that was a terrifying situation for me. And I didn't know what to do besides I'm uh, say I'm on my way home and start and I packed my crap up as fast as I ever have just threw it on my back and I ran the half mile out in my full camo my full boots through the water through everything it was about a 15 minute walk I think I did it in like five minutes um and to me like that gave it gave me confidence that I was able to do that that I was able to run, you know, a half mile in like five, six minutes to get out of the woods, to get to my family faster. Um, 
and that was a, a controllable situation. Last year, I did a lot of running, and I worked on it, and I worked on it, and worked on it over the course of months to be able to run. What I wanted to do was run a six-minute mile, and I was able to do that last summer. And being able to do that transferred into that scenario. So that is like another big reason like I like to work out because it is a controllable factor in life and you know there's a lot of uncontrollable things like you can't control your genetics right I, and everybody out there has obviously has genetics and most people have predispositions to some sort of disease that's in their family and a lot of it stems from uh unhealthy scenarios you know, eating way too much McDonald's, eating way too much candy, drinking too much soda. I I believe that people should certainly drink alcohol as much as they feel like to a point, right? Don't drink, you know, five cases in a weekend, just drink one case, you know, <laughs> something like that. Again, from Wisconsin, land of beer and cheese, you know, a case a weekend doesn't seem that far off here. Uh, other places it, it might be. Um, well, actually I know it is cause it was, I think I forget where I was, but some people thought it was nuts that I drank that, that when we went out to a party, we didn't get a six pack and we got a 30 rack and they were like, why are you bringing that? I'm like, well, aren't we drinking tonight? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a different scenario in certain, certain parts of the country. I forget where that was. Maybe I was in North Carolina or I was out in like Boston not sure. Anyway, um, but that the where was I on that? This is this is the problem with doing a podcast solo is you get off topic and you get on your own little rants and then you got to come back. You got to remember where you're at. Um, talking about oh unhealthy scenarios, right? So so if it's a controllable factor, you control it. If it's uncontrollable. You know, it is what it is, and you just set it aside because it's it's uncontrollable. But it, it, if you are able to stay physically fit, a lot of the times those genetic predispositions you have in your family are held at bay a lot longer um, because your body's just able to fight it better. Same with COVID. You know, a lot of the people who are having major complications are way overweight right with COVID. A lot of the people who aren't, who are asymptomatic or have minimal symptoms or are able to fight it off in, you know, a week or whatever, a lot of those people are fit. Not saying that that unfit people can't do that either, but just straight up by the numbers, that's that's what it says. So just in general, we all know the more physically fit you are, the better off you are in health and in life in general, for the most part. Um, so that's what I've been up to. And another thing that I've in conjunction to that is eating healthy eating and the workouts that I've been doing is another big piece that I think is, has been eye opening for me. The first one, uh, let's just stick to the workout before I jump to eating. Um, the workouts I've been doing have been like 70 to a hundred percent body weight exercises. So for me, that was, it was something I wanted to do because I just wanted to be better at movement of my own physical space. Like if I was out hanging a tree stand and I like 
fell or whatever the heck happened when I'm climbing, I want to be able to grab a branch and be able to pull myself up or grab a branch with one arm or be able to, you know, and hang there or to be able to do a dip and just push myself up on a branch if I ever needed to. Um, I'm still working on a muscle up. That one is one that I really want to get to here in the next month. But, you know, essentially a lot of uh, I wanted to be able to be better at moving my own body in different scenarios and not just being able to push around, you know, iron, um, you know, uh, grabbing onto a tree branch is a lot different than grabbing onto a metal bar on a lat pull down machine, um, different grips, different textures, you know, different hand positions. It's a lot of different things that are going on there. And like, you know, a bench press is a very controlled environment. A push up on a slope of a hill in your front yard is a different environment. Um, it, it, it lends itself to using different muscles um, and a lot of stabilization within your, again, your own body so that you're able to just move, move better, I guess, you know, and that's what I wanted to do uh, was to try that out and see how that worked. And what I found over the last, I've been doing this, these workouts since like early February. So February, March, um, actually it was more like mid January. So January to February is one month, February to March is two. And so April, three months now, um, I've found that my body in general, all the way around is a lot more fit. I'm not just targeting, you know, a push up doesn't just target your pecs. Like, um, a bench is mainly your pecs. Um, you get your shoulders in there, you get your abs in there, you get some quads in there, you get a little back muscle in there. Same with pull-ups, you know, pull-ups, you're getting a lot of your back in there, but you are getting a bunch of biceps, you're getting your grip strength, you're getting your core. And if you're bending your legs or not bending your legs, you know, you're getting hamstrings or your quads in there as well. So there's just, there's a lot of benefits to that. And I really wanted to try it out and see how it worked with my body. Excuse me while I take a drink quick. And since, since I did that, um, I never really had like a whole heck of a six pack. Like my abs weren't really working well a, a lot during my regular, you know, iron routines, which is like, you know, you know, your standard incline bench, regular bench, decline bench, dumbbell fly, um, tricep extensions, like things like that. Uh, with weights, like it wasn't targeting more of my body. It was targeting very specific muscle groups, which is great if that's what you're after. But I just wanted, uh, again, a, a whole, an overall better physique and better uh, natural body movement. So that, so it was a lot of uh, what I was doing was a lot of push ups, a lot of dips, a lot of pull ups, a lot of body weight squats. Um, bridges, calf raises, uh, like tricep extensions off the ground, which are very difficult if you haven't done them before. Um, and I followed, so, and then like some bar, like I did, I did use a bar. So I bought a cage, um, off Craigslist for 250 bucks and a cage, like a squat rack deal, which had a pull-up bar. Um, you can make one, whatever, and put it in a doorway or, or whatever. I just wanted, 
I, I do still use weights. Like the, the cage that I bought was 250 bucks off Craigslist. I wanted it for the pull-up bar. I use that a lot. But I also wanted to get, you know, a bar and some weights because I do like doing some Olympic lifts like cleans, um, presses, clean and press, uh, some snatches, and then uh, just like weighted squats. Like I like barbell squats, throwing on, you know, 135 or 185 or 225 and, and doing some squats and really putting some weight to my thighs. Uh, I do like that. But at the same time, that would always be... Uh, um, an exercise that I did after like a one-legged squat and body light, body, uh, weight squats and body weight lunges and body weight bridges, um, and calf raises, things like that, you know, even split squat jumps. Oh man, do like 15 of those and your legs are burning and you're just sweating up a storm. So, and that's just a body weight exercise as well. So, uh, I bought that cage for the pull-ups and with the pull-ups you can do, you, you, you know, I had the bar and um, they call them Australian rows or body weight rows. You just set the bar to, I, I don't know, the height of your belly button, I guess. And then you go underneath the bar and put your feet against the wall. So you're hanging down from the bar, but you're not like in a total pull-up position, if that makes sense. You're like angled 45 degrees down below the bar and you pull yourself up to the bar so it's just a, a back exercise because you need something to pull against in order to really work your back um so however you figure out how to do that like for a while i did use a tree in my backyard that had a a nice straight branch on it jump up do my pull-ups on that but uh but after a while of that i just wanted to get a regular bar to just work a little bit different so anyway, did that and, and I really enjoyed that. You know, my push-ups certainly increased, my dips increased, uh, my pull-ups definitely increased. I went, you know, I guess starting out, you know, 20 push-ups was kind of my max straight before I got really tired. Now I'm at about 40. Uh, I could do about four pull-ups. Now I'm at about 12. Uh, I could do about five dips. Now I'm at about 15. Uh, I could do about 40-ish body weight squats before my thighs were just burning. Now I'm up to about 70 before they're really burning. Um, it's just a, a lot of repetition, but and I leaned out a lot. I was at 196, 197 pounds when I started, and now I'm at 193 pounds, but I feel and look a lot better. So I lost four pounds, but I'm, I'm assuming I gained a few pounds of muscle as well to, to bring that weight back up because I feel a lot better. Um, I, I feel like I look a lot better. My wife says I look better. And the other, one of the other big things is that my joints, my joints in general just feel better, like bending over to pick up my kids or to pick up something that I dropped or whatever it is. Just in general, that process just feels really good compared to what it used to. And I think it has to deal with the uh, workouts, but I also am a firm believer that it has to do with the diet, which is a great transition into the diet that I had. And I'm going to take a drink real quick again. So during this whole process, 
I also completely changed, not, I shouldn't say completely, but really fine tuned my diet. And I haven't, uh, that's the one real factor that I haven't been good about in any previous workout that I've had. So uh, for a little background, I'm 31 years old. I got out of college when I was 22 and I've been at a gym since last year when COVID hit. Um, not because of COVID, I just switched jobs. And when I switched jobs, uh, I didn't have a gym. I don't have a gym membership at my new job. I had one previously that cost me 10 bucks a month, which was awesome. Um, and it was really, it was right next door to the work or to my work. So it made it really easy. Now that I'm not working there anymore, it's just whatever. A lot of factors, I don't have a gym membership. But with that gym membership, I'd always go work out. And it was just always my diet that it's, I feel like it was my diet that never really fully kicked in. You know, people say like when you listen to bodybuilders talk and, and people who are really fit, when you listen to them talk, they say it's a hundred percent diet and a hundred percent working out. There is no one's more important than the other. It's, it's both if you want to get there. And I think that's, that's true to some degree. Um, because you can get really, if, if your objective is to get skinny and lose a lot, lot of weight, you can do that purely through eating better, right? You don't have to work out in order to get there, but it's going to get you there a lot faster and you're going to feel a lot better. One of the questions, I worked at Anytime Fitness for almost a year, um, and one of the questions we'd always ask people when they're signing up is, do you want to lose weight or do you want to tone up? You know, or I guess it's, uh, do you want to get skinny or do you want to tone up? And almost everybody says, I want to tone up because people don't want to just be a skinny, you know, human's body that's just like, you know, your skin's just hanging all over the place. You know, if you're losing a lot of weight, people want to have toned muscles. Like that's generally where people want to be at. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people out there and probably you and myself included want that rather than, you know, just to be the size of a twig, right? My cousin's like that. God, he's 6'2", and I think he's 140 pounds. Like, you could pick him up and break him. <laughs> he's ridiculous. Um, but uh, but anyway, in that, in that diet sense, like, you can – so you can lose weight if your objective is just to lose weight, like just clean up your diet and you'll get there. But, but weight training is going to help your muscles stay strong and, and fill in that, that skin that you're losing all the fat from, right? So it's not just a ton of excess skin. Like you want that muscle to not fully replace it, but it'll help keep that skin tight. And then when you get to wherever you're trying to get to, you're not going to have tiny, tiny little muscles. You're just, you're going to be fit and tone. Um, so, so I, I do believe that there is a, that you should include both, but you don't have to, um, either way. And for what it's worth, like, like I've been in fitness for a long time, but I'm not a trainer or anything. So like certainly, you know, what everyone does nowadays, go pick a YouTube channel to watch or go pick some, person to watch and go, you know, learn from them, somebody that you, that you believe in trust in. And if, if you say you need to go find a trainer, 
if it's anything that Anytime Fitness taught me is that there are God awful trainers out there. Like some of the trainers that were at my facility were terrible. You know, it takes whatever, six months in a pseudo course, whatever that, whatever that is. And you can call yourself a trainer. You don't have to be good at your job by any means. You don't have to like know it. It just, that'll help you in the long term. But don't just assume that you're going to walk into a gym and get a trainer and that trainer is going to be like, know everything. They, a lot of them don't. So um, if I were you, I would find, you know, uh, a YouTube personality or, you know, read a bunch of magazines, do your own research to figure out what you want to do. But eh, that's just my, my disclaimer there. Getting on to my diet and what I found to be extremely helpful for me is a diet of meat and vegetables with really a few, um, uh, a little bit of rice and a little bit of sweet potatoes here and there throughout the day. Usually, uh, no sweet potatoes or rice after lunch and then protein shakes throughout the day. So my typical, my typical day of eating looked like this. So, and I do believe in fat. Like I think you need to eat fat to get rid of fat. Um, that is a, 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 I don't know if it's necessarily a theory or what, what you want to call it, but that is a thing that's out there. So in the morning, I generally have three pieces of bacon. I cook six eggs in that, in, I drain most of the bacon grease, but I'll cook my eggs in that bacon grease. And then I'll also have one or two packets of oatmeal. So I mean, my breakfast generally was a thousand calories. Um, and, and that's what I would need to start the day. And that varies for everybody. Like that's my metabolism plus my objectives of getting X amount of protein in throughout the day, X amount of carbs. And what I think like what helps me the most. And that was, that was a lot of trial and error. Like I didn't start there, but that's where I ended up. Cause I started with, you know, four eggs and a couple pieces of bacon. And, and in general, like if you're looking to gain muscle, you need to at least eat your body weight and protein a day. And generally it's 1.2 to 1.3 times as much as your body weight and protein a day. So being 200 pounds ish, like I would be shooting for 200 grams of protein. And that is hard to do, <laughs> to be honest. So I would eat those six eggs plus the bacon plus the oatmeal. And then I would have uh, a protein shake at about 10, 1030, which was always two scoops, not just one, because that's an additional 20 grams of protein. And then for lunch, I'd have leftovers from whatever meal I had the night before, which would be like chicken or pork chops or brats or elk, something along those lines with rice, sweet potatoes, and a veggie. And then I'd have another protein shake at like three o'clock with an apple usually. And again, a double scoop of protein. Then for dinner would be a meat and a vegetable. A lot of times I was eating salads with chicken on the side or pork chop on the side or again, elk or uh, brats or whatever I had. And then also at about nine o'clock, I'd have another protein shake with a double scoop. So 
there was just a lot of food in there. And I think generally I was poking in around 3000 calories a day. Um, and like, that's what, that's what my body said it needed. I started at about 2,400 calories a day and I wasn't getting like, it seemed like I'd do five pull-ups one week and then I'd go in next week or a couple days later, I'd do five pull-ups again and be exhausted and then five pull-ups again and be exhausted. So then as I increased my calories, I was able to do more. And then my biggest fear, like I do instead of five, I do six pull-ups and then instead of six, I do seven. And then my fear was that I was gaining excess fat, you know, cause that's another thing that can happen is if you're eating too many calories, you're gaining excess fat. So, and for me, like I didn't take any body fat percentages or anything. I just kept an eye on myself in the mirror and just made sure that I looked the way I wanted to. And that seemed to work well for me. And if you're wondering how I look, I'm a, I'll tomorrow this, well, this will air on Tuesday, the 13th, I will put up a post of myself on the evening of Tuesday, the 13th. Um, I've never posted a, a picture of just me with my shirt off. Cause I feel like that's pretty vain. Um, but at the same time I can understand like, you know, bodybuilders and workout people and how, why they do it because I, it's like their job or whatever. I don't know. I just have always felt uncomfortable about it, but I suppose I should just throw one up there to give you guys some reference for, for where I got to and actually put some, I guess, a, a photo behind what I'm saying here and why I think it worked. So anyway, that was a lot of that. That was my diet. Um, and I'll, yeah, again, I'll have that photo up on Tuesday, the 13th. So that was my diet and I really cleaned that up and I stuck to it really well. Um, and that seemed to help me a ton like that in itself. I noticed when I started, when I cleaned up my diet and I, and I didn't cheat at all on my diet for, um, a couple weeks, except for booze. <laughs> I did still drink. Like when I drank on the weekend, I would drink, um, just straight whiskey. That's it. Um, whiskey on ice. It didn't have any soda, didn't have any mixers or any, or any beer or anything like that. It was just whiskey. So I'd go to the, go to the liquor store. I'd get me a good bottle of whiskey, you know, not, not that, you know, 15, $20 stuff. I'd get, you know, 35 to $50 whiskey and I would just drink that. And surprisingly lasts a lot longer when you're not, <laughs> when you're working out a lot and eating very healthy cause you get drunk pretty quick. Um, so, or yeah, at least you catch a buzz. Um, so anyway, wanted to, yeah. So I kept drinking over the weekend, but, but in general, my diet was always like 99% there. Maybe I might miss a protein shake or something on the weekend, but in general it was, it was never, I was never eating, you know, pasta. I wasn't eating, uh, cause that's a big one and white bread and tortilla shells like those and cheese, man, I cut out all dairy as well. That was another big thing that took me a while, um, to, to wrap my head around and not do, which is no cheese, no cream cheese, no sour cream, no milk, no yogurt. Those are things that I love. Um, and I cut those out and the basic premise behind that one is just, like milk is literally made by cows to get the calf fat. Like it's meant to put on weight. So 
That's how I think about it. I know whey protein is from dairy. I totally understand that, but all the fat and everything's been stripped out of that. So it's not like I'm not getting any sort of dairy. I guess you're getting the whey protein out of that. But at the same time, like I'm not throwing a bunch of cheese on my salad or putting a, you know, having a a cheese covered chicken breast or putting cheese on my eggs in the morning or anything like that. Like I just flat out cut dairy out and that seemed to help me a lot. I'm by no means advocating that everybody do that or anything because my wife's like, you're nuts. Like we live in Wisconsin. We're not cutting cheese out of our diet. And I'm like, that's totally cool, but it's really helped me. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going back to it. And that's a, a good point I'd like to make is when you're doing, if you, if you're, if you're in the mode to do this and getting ready for this for, you know, get a summer beach body or whatever, um, your, your results from your diet usually take one to two weeks to show up on your body. So that's something that I always, that I was keeping in mind because when I first started in January, um, I wasn't eating as clean and as like perfect as I should have been. And then once I started eating really, really clean, like, okay, this week I am not touching anything outside of, you know, these parameters that I've set that I've already discussed. Once I started doing that, um, a week later, I started noticing major results, like in what I was looking at myself in the mirror, like I looked at myself in the mirror and it was, it was, a an eye-opening experience. I was just like, holy crap, like there's a six pack. I haven't really seen that in eight years. <laughs> you know, that's pretty cool. Um, and a lot of it, you know, is just, and then, and then over time that like a six pack just got more and more defined, which was awesome. Like I was very happy and very excited about that. So, and that was, and that was after I cut dairy out and it was just started being like pretty much perfect on my diet, except for, except for the whiskey on the weekends. So that, that's, that's my biggest thing is, is eat clean and, and stick to it. And I still had fun. Like I still drank with friends and hung out. And if you don't have the opportunity to eat something, say you go over to a friend's house and everything is, you know, covered in, in cheese and everything's, you know, uh, or it's got all got bread in it or whatever the heck you're doing. Like you just need to, uh, one thing that really helped me was I had like protein bars in my truck and I kept, I had like a little stash of protein bars in my vehicle and at my house and in my home office downstairs for when I was about to, you know, if I had meetings back to back to back to back and I still needed to get something, um, I, I would have that. So like, and I had that a few times where I went to like my family's house and they didn't, my parents didn't make anything for dinner and I'm not going to impose, you know, my dietary restrictions on their dinner, right? I'm not going to be like, Hey mom, can you make this from just for me? Like, that's not me at all. It's just like, Oh, okay. Like I can't eat. I don't. And, and I would just say, Hey mom, you know, no, I had a, like a huge lunch. I'm really not that hungry. Um, and I would sneak away to my vehicle to go quote unquote, grab something for my kid. I'd eat a protein bar, come back in and I'd be fine. Or I just wouldn't eat the things that 
were not that I wasn't supposed to. Like that was the other big thing is just if it's not if it's not right, I just didn't eat. And I just rather not eat than put that in my body, if that makes sense. Um, that was another big thing that helped me. And, um, and I guess it seemed to work. Um, so yeah, that is my big, that is my, uh, 40 minute solo spiel on working out, um, bow hunting, deer hunting, you know, elk hunting, um, and life in general. Uh, I, I guess I, I hope you guys enjoyed that kind of rant, um, or, or session on myself and what I've been up to, um, in this kind of downtime between shed hunting and, and deer season and, uh, and then Turkey season coming up. Plus I got a two month old. So, you know, she was born in early February, which, you know, that really limits all your time. Cause you know, my wife's coaching volleyball. I'm at home with the kids. Um, I'm going to work. I'm sneaking in a workout in the middle of the day or early, early in the morning. My kids crying through the night. You know, you're you're having a hard time sleeping. Like there's just a lot of things going on. But I but I was doing my best to stick to that workout plan and do that because I just wanted to get see where I could get to, and I did. So and that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop. I I I finished up last Saturday. I think it's Monday now. Yeah, Saturday was my last day. So. Had a few things. One of the first things I ate was just a good old peanut butter and jelly. That was great. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you have any questions or anything, um, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram. I'll definitely answer them or Facebook. Um, or my email is hellera90 at gmail.com. So I uh, appreciate you guys sticking around, hanging out for all that. And... You know, if you're on your workout journey or you have questions on any of that stuff, like I said, hit me up, man. I'm, I'm happy to share my experience and, and what I know. And if I don't know, I'm going to tell you I don't know. Like, I'm not here to, to play games and not be somebody who I am. I'm here to give you my experiences. And hopefully my experiences will help you guys, you know, avoid some, some mistakes that I made and uh, pass those on to you and we can collectively learn and and get better together so all right thanks for hopping on guys appreciate it and next week i will have a guest because talking this long to myself is uh hard on my voice i guess you probably hear it a little bit and it's it's boring i enjoy having people on here to talk back and forth and and hang out with all right catch you guys later thanks